News Weekly is an ad-free listener-supported podcast made possible by teammates like you. Just go to patreon.com slash Shah, that's S-A-M-I-S-H-A-H, to support the podcast, where you can get free tickets to my upcoming comedy festival shows in Sydney and Melbourne. That's patreon.com slash Shah. Top stories of the week. Unidentified floating objects. And Diamond's no longer a girl's best friend as long as that girl is Queen Consort Camilla. All that and no more on Newsweekly. Hello, I'm Sammy Shah and thank you for joining me as we punch the news in the headlines weekly. I really want it to be aliens, news now. Americans are dealing with a crisis that has the entire nation affected with fears for safety increasing and the White House having to make constant statements to calm the public. A brand new information on that deadly shooting at Michigan State University. Three people were killed. Five others are still in critical condition this morning. The gunman is now identified as 43-year-old Anthony McRae. No, 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 not that. School shootings in America don't qualify for an emergency. At this point, if there wasn't a school shooting in America, then that would be a major emergency. And leading this hour, confusion and uncertainty in East Palestine, Ohio, after the toxic train derailment is the water... Safe to drink? Is the air okay to breathe? No, no, not that either. A train derailing in a small town which has resulted in a massive amount of toxic chemicals catching fire and contaminating everything in the area isn't a big deal either. Which small town in middle America doesn't have a toxic spill issue? Hollywood depends on these happening with regularity to create plots for the next big celebrity comeback movie. Surveillance chromium can be very harmful. So it kills people. Oh, yeah. You're a lawyer? Hell no. I hate lawyers. I just work for them. They dream about being able to watch their kids swim in a pool without worrying that they'll have to have a hysterectomy at the age of 20. By the way, we had that water brought in special for you folks. But the truth... Maybe you could uh, go out there to the river. ...will redeem him. Somewhere out here, somebody had to have seen what happened. These families will never testify. No, the biggest story in America is balloons. I got a balloon for you. (laughs) Don't you want a balloon? (laughs) What's the matter? One balloon, not enough. In the most frightening balloon-related activity since Pennywise the Clown's reign of terror over the town of Derry, America's skies have been filled with balloons. And no one knows where they're coming from. The U.S. military says it's recovered electronics parts from the suspected Chinese surveillance balloon that it shot down earlier this month. No, wait, not not that one. That was the Chinese balloon, so they knew that one was from China. But now there are more balloons, if they even are balloons. Let's get you caught up. On Friday, we learned that a, a craft was spotted over northeast Alaska. Military aircraft were then shooting it down. Recovery operations I mentioned still going. Then on Saturday, an object was shot down over Canadian airspace, this time over the Yukon Territory. Then yesterday afternoon, an object flying, as you mentioned, at 20,000 feet, shot down over Lake Huron near Michigan. Pentagon officials had a briefing late yesterday by phone in which they said it's simply too soon to say exactly what was taken down. Not even balloons, but objects. Objects that are not, you know, identifiable. What, what do they call those? 
Surely there must be some official acronym type thing for objects that no one can identify. Anyway, these objects, which are appearing with alarming regularity all over the place, have been seen and shot down by fighter jets. We are learning that U.S. military pilots who approached the craft have given conflicting accounts of what they saw. On Thursday, the, uh, the U.S. defense officials sent F-35 fighter jets up to try to figure out what this object was that was flying around near Alaska. Those pilots, we have learned, have given very conflicting accounts of what they actually experienced, with some pilots saying that the, the object interfered with the plane's sensors, other pilots saying that they didn't really experience that, other pilots saying that when they looked at the object, they could identify no identifiable, uh, identifiable propulsion system, and they did not know how it was actually staying in the air, cruising at that altitude of about 40,000 feet. So this has all added to the Pentagon's wariness of describing in more detail what this object actually is until they can get more information uh, through the debris that they are recovering right now. So there are objects that no one knows what they are or how they are or where they are coming from and what they can do and the Air Force pilots who shoot them down don't know what they are and oh my god it's aliens. It's definitely aliens. It's, it's going to be aliens isn't it? Has the White House said anything at all about it being aliens? And one last thing before I turn it over to the Admiral, I just wanted to make sure we address this from the White House. I know there have been questions and, and concerns about this, but there is no, again, no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Again, there is no indication of aliens or terrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Wanted to make sure that the American people knew that, all of you knew that, uh, and it was important for us to say that from here because we've been hearing a lot about it. Yeah, it's definitely aliens. All right, let's say it isn't aliens. What other options are there? They've repeatedly said they don't think these are Chinese balloons as well. So what then? We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were. But nothing, nothing right now suggests they were related to China's spy balloon program or that they were surveillance vehicles from other, any other country. The intelligence community's current assessment is that these three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies. I want to be clear. We don't have any evidence that there has been a sudden increase in the number of objects in the sky. We're now just seeing more of them. What does that mean? Private companies? Is there some private company using flotation devices that are able to be traveling through our atmosphere? What kind of devious evil plot could this be? A hobby club in Illinois <laughs> thinks that one of its small balloons is, quote, missing in action, and they're worried Biden shot it down. If true, that means we just wasted $400,000 to take out a $12 balloon. And earlier this week, the geniuses at the White House suggested they were used to car lot balloons. So the balloons are from used car lots that probably got loose, or... Aliens. I'm definitely still going with aliens. Still, the last few days have shown that the Biden administration will definitely do everything it can to protect Americans from balloons. Not guns in schools or toxic spills, but definitely balloons. And Republicans will use the balloons to float hysteria all over the country. Here's Republican Senator Dan Sullivan, who sits on the Senate Armed Services Committee, worried about balloons in the sky not being transparent enough. I think the Biden administration needs to provide more transparency to the American public. You know, our, our military intel agencies, they're, they're normally secretive, but we live in a democracy. And if you don't start providing information, 
people can wildly speculate and we don't want that. Yes, that's right. The man who is wildly speculating doesn't want any wild speculation. Nor does Republican Congressman John James, who sits on the Foreign House Affairs Committee. Why did it take days for this balloon to get to our to get to our heartland before we did anything about it. And what are we doing to make sure that our defense industrial base is strong enough to defend ourselves if it does come to that? Um, our allies are, are out there wondering you know, where America's been and our enemies no longer fear us. We need peace through strength. That's right. America's allies need to know if it can protect them from balloons. First, it was the Cold War. Then it was the war on terror. Now it's the war on balloons. Because really, what can be scary about a balloon? You want a balloon, Ben? They float. They all float. Diamonds are forever and India's grudge is even longer than that news now. The coronation of King Charles III is due to take place on the 6th of May. And as with anything to do with the royal family, it's not free of controversy. Normally, that controversy has to do with Meghan and Harry, so that it doesn't have to be about, you know, the prince who raped underage teenage girls on a private sex island and claimed he was innocent because his sweat glands were closed. Well, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle will reportedly get an invitation to King Charles's coronation as long as they agree to one key demand. But look, they are being urged to RSVP immediately to avoid all the speculation about will they attend, won't they attend. Anyone doing that speculation is urged to throw themselves out of a fucking window because their life is lacking in any meaning anyway. But one of the biggest potential controversies at the coronation has been averted. No, nothing to do with the paedophile prince who is still enjoying a life lived entirely on taxpayer money, something else. Now, Buckingham Palace says the Koi Noor diamond will not be used in the coronation. Instead, Camilla, the Queen Consort, will be crowned with Queen Mary's crown, which has been taken out of the Tower of London to be resized for the May 6th coronation. The Koh Noor diamond is an extremely controversial issue, particularly at a time when India and the UK are trying to finalize trade deals. The diamond was taken from India under questionable circumstances during the reign of Queen Victoria. Questionable circumstances is basically how you can describe everything taken from India by the British. It's a story diamond with a supposed curse on it that purportedly affects only men who wear it, which is why it was last used on the crown of Queen Mary. It was then replaced by a replica and placed in the Tower of London, where generations of Indian visitors can stand in front of it and curse the British so loudly, the guards around the diamond are now experts in the Hindi words for sisterfucker and motherfucker. India has repeatedly asked for the diamond back, most famously when Deputy Prime Minister Nick Clegg was asked about it in 2017 by an Indian news channel. And uh, a lot of people uh, in India think that uh, the Kohinoor diamond uh, should be returned to India. Do you think it's, uh, it's the right time to announce something like that or at least uh, uh, tell the Indian people that, uh, that you're uh, you know, lo lo looking into this? I realise how sensitive this is. I realise how much these... Um, these historical events can still loom large today and inspire uh, strong feelings amongst people. But I think it is worth recalling that, uh, the, that the diamond has constituted a part of the crown jewels, uh, owned, uh, held, if you like, in trust on behalf of the United Kingdom by Her Majesty the Queen for a very long time now. Um, uh, there is no doubt in, in our mind that the diamond was relocated to this country under 
the, the legal conditions which are not in any doubt and uh, that is why uh, there isn't uh, at the moment a suggestion that arrangement should change but there is I think clarity in the sincerity with which the Queen holds the crown jewels, all of them, in trust on behalf of the nation, has done for many generations and future monarchs will continue to do so. Okay. I have no idea what he just said, but I feel like he stole more diamonds while saying it somehow. So the British see the diamond as taken legally from India. Does India agree? Not over something that was looted from India and which India still claims ownership of. Not showing of the Kohinoor at the coronation ceremony is a step in the right direction, but the Brits can hardly make a virtue of it. The messaging from India has been very, very clear. A BJP spokesperson recently said, Camilla's coronation and the use of the Kohinoor crown jewel brings back painful memories of the colonial past. The BJP government is so sensitive to how the past can affect things today, which is why it's working so hard to prevent the airing of a BBC documentary about Prime Minister Modi's involvement in a genocide against Muslims in 2002. The BBC's operation in India looks to be paying the price for a documentary it showed here, criticising Prime Minister Narendra Modi. Its offices in New Delhi and Mumbai have been raided, strangely, perhaps by tax officers. The phones and documents of BBC staff were confiscated. Mr Modi did manage to stop the documentary being shown in India, but clips have appeared on social media. This is the BBC documentary India's authorities were desperate for their people not to see. It is obviously a stain on his reputation. It criticises the country's Prime Minister, Narendra Modi, and his role in anti-Muslim riots. More than 1,000 were killed in Gujarat in 2002, and it's alleged authorities allowed or even encouraged the violence. Hey, here's an idea. The British tell the BJP government to let the documentary air in full, and they'll return the diamond if that happens. Yeah, didn't think so. That's it for this week's edition of News Weekly. So, like I said up top, if you want free tickets to my upcoming Melbourne and Sydney Comedy Festival shows, details of the dates and venue, etc. are on thesamishow.com slash shows. Just um, join my Patreon if you aren't already a member. And if you are a member of my Patreon, uh, email me, tell me what dates you would like to come to the show and I will issue you your free two complimentary tickets right away. Otherwise, I'll see you right back here on News Weekly, where we punch the news in the headlines weekly.